Hello, men, women, and everything in between. Mind over matter. I'm sure you've all heard it before. It's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. And if you haven't heard it before, you need to get out more. I don't know. I don't know how you haven't heard that before. But mind over matter. The idea that if you don't mind, something doesn't matter. Insert whatever. Something. Kind of like the big idea behind it is behavior change, which is kind of something we've been talking about in school. Uh, I'm in physical therapy school, by the way, in case you didn't know. And it's not necessarily been like a topic in one of our classes, but it's like an underlying theme uh, in that we as physical therapists will be attempting to enact behavior change in our patients to get them to be healthier, to eat, to eat healthier, exercise more, whatever, because most people won't. Um, but mind over matter, I think, because some things will, let's see, how's a good way to say this? Uh, some things that matter to others don't matter to some people. Some things matter more to different people. So sometimes, one person's mind over matter is not the same as another person's mind over matter. Um, and that comes with like conditioning and experiences, like the way you were, way you were raised, the things you've been through, um, can determine whether or not something will matter to you. And that matter will determine whether or not that's, you mind that something. Doesn't make any sense, but. I was trying to think of a few examples. Um, and the last one is kind of really the, what I wanted to talk about. Um, but you, you find this in relationships, like mind over matter. You, you look past somebody's imperfections um, because you just, you just enjoy them so much, right? So like, for example, <clears throat> you got this beautiful girl, right? Just absolutely gorgeous. But every time she laughs, she farts, which it's mind over matter, right? Like if she's gorgeous, she it, every time she laughs, she lets out a hellhound screech from her external sphincter, but you don't mind, so it doesn't matter, right? She can drop them all day, as long as she's looking good. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. But then somebody else who's repulsed by the idea of air coming out of your butt crack, that's a done deal. They mind, so it matters. So there's, there's nothing gonna be happening there. Do you see what I'm saying? Does it make sense? Is it making sense right now? So mind over matter, and I think, I think it's more so, or not more so, but there's a, there's a preference, like, back to the conditioning and the experiences thing it's it's all how you how you view something so it's opinion over matter i guess you could say cuz it's it's all going to be into the each one of the blah, 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 blah. this is all individualized so like you can't make a blanket statement that this one thing is is not going to not going to affect somebody else the way it doesn't affect this person, the way it does affect this person. 
This happens in exercise, mind over matter. We're getting kind of more into the, to the stuff that I, I kind of am more knowledgeable of, I suppose. Better equipped to talk about. Mind over matter when it comes to exercise. I think a lot of that stems from the uncomfortable, uncomfortability, uncomfortability, un, uncomfortable nature of some exercises compared to others. So, for example, notoriously, they say squats hard. It's difficult. It sometimes it hurts. So if somebody gets in there and they start feeling a little achy in the knees, they can they can go to their mind over matter chart, I suppose you could say. I'm gonna make a chart. And if that knee pain or that supposed knee pain, maybe they're just afraid of squats and they're manifesting this knee pain because the little bitch itis is coming out at them. But Maybe it's real knee pain, I don't know. But if this knee pain is something that they're unable to push through, they definitely mind, so it does matter. So you move to a easier exercise, I would say, less taxing exercise. Maybe you go to like a, I don't know, leg press or something. Some leg extensions, anything other than a squat, I don't know. Squat's, squat's difficult. But then you've got the guy that um, little aches and pains. And here's, let me back up just a little bit. So that person that, that, um, this is going to play into the experiences that you've had, the conditioning you've had with mind over matter. So this person that feels this little knee tweak and decides to not do the squat for the day, they potentially, this can go two, this can go two ways. They've either never hurt something and aren't necessarily sure what it's like, what it feels like to hurt something, and so are um, prematurely pulling away from that exercise in order to prevent some sort of injury uh, that they may have never experienced. So this is a, um, I guess you could call it an inexperienced problem, right? Somebody's never never had this type of knee pain before, doesn't know what to expect. And so, kind of smart. Preventative measure, you don't want to hurt yourself even more, so you're going to back away from it. Now, on the flip side of this, the guy that pushes through it, the guy that has that knee pain and says, hey, we'll go ahead and squat. I don't mind, so it doesn't matter. I, I don't mind this knee pain that I'm getting during the squat. So it doesn't matter. And now this individual's experiences or conditioning with squatting with said knee pain, he or she might have been doing it for 10 years. They might have had this pain for a long time. They've grown accustomed to it. They might have had some sort of previous injury um, that was never, never healed properly. So as a consequence, they unfortunately have to go through life in a moderate amount of pain and are able to handle it. Um, I think that was where I was going with that, yeah. So the person that walks away from it, 
The person that walks away from that squat with the knee pain has probably either never felt this pain, has never really experienced any severe knee pain, or has experienced very severe knee pain. And either way, they're going, they're taking some preventative action. So I'm not saying this is good or bad. There's no good or bad here. This is just the way it is. So they're taking some sort of preventative measure to either not injure or re-injure that knee. And then the person that pushes through has either been through this experience before, has had this pain for a while, and is willing to risk said injury again, or somebody that maybe just is out of their fucking mind. Because you have people like that in the gym. You have people that push it to the fucking limit, and then inevitably they get hurt sooner or later. But it all comes down to... Where's Daisy? I think this all comes down to... Uh, mind over matter concept comes down to what you're willing to put up with um, and the consequences that you're willing to, I guess, accept. So like back to the, uh, the working out example, the consequence of not doing the squat, you know, you don't get that, that heavy volume, that heavy intensity for that leg day, which I would, I would kill myself, but, <laughs> but then on the flip side, you do do that and you either make the knee pain a little worse or you just completely blow your fucking knee out. So, I mean, I like the idea of preventative medicine. There's not a lot of that out there. There's not a lot of preventative medicine. We, I say we, but, um, Doctors notoriously are treating diseases and illnesses and not preventing them. There's a monetary incentive there maybe, but who knows. But I'm in the... Uh, what am I in? I'm in the boat of preventative medicine. Those are the waves we ride. We ride the waves of prevention. We ride the waves of prevention. And so, it might not be a bad idea to walk away from that squat if that knee pain is relatively excessive. But then you'll just come to me and we'll talk about it and we'll get it solved. We'll get you back to lifting heavy without that knee pain, hopefully. The last one I wanted to, the last mind over matter, I don't know, bullet point, I guess, I'm going to um, eating habits, right? Eating habits. Mind over matter. Behavior change. When you think of changing your eating habits, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Diet, right? It is for me. Somebody says, oh, you need to change your eating habits. You're not eating very well. First thing is, oh, you think I should go on a diet? I think that in itself is a bad way to approach it. Um, 
let me back up here. What I'm talking about eating habits is, I mean, if you're unaware of this, you literally haven't gone outside in a while. We are an obese nation, and it's getting worse. It's trending upward. Um, which this is a this is a side note tangent here, but this kind of blew my mind a while ago. We had to do some stuff for one of our classes. I was doing a little research. Obesity continues to rise. And the supplement industry has hit its highest grossing sales a year ever. This past 2023, I think. So like, we're selling more supplements than we ever have, but we're fatter than we've ever been. Like, obviously, something's not working. There's a disconnect here. You're all taking sugar pills. Get off the Ozempic. Anyway, so... This is what this is something that I'm gonna have to more than likely talk with people about in the clinic when I become a practicing physical therapist is um, the behavior change in terms of their eating habits because, like I said, obesity is pretty rampant in this country and it is um, one of the leading factors in um, all of the the top diseases in the world in the country, I suppose. Um, one of the top comorbidities, I guess, is the best way to say it. And it's it's a tough one because when you okay, I need to change my eating habits. I need to go on a diet. Well, the diet when you go on a diet, you subconsciously, whether you say it, think it. You, you subconsciously will be going off of this diet at some point. So I'm going on a diet. There's the implication already that you will be going off this diet. So I don't like talking about it like that. It's a behavior change. You need to make a lifestyle change. Because you, you do the diet for 6, 12 weeks. Maybe you lose a little weight. I'm off the diet now. You just go back right into your old habits. It, it, it provides you no benefit long term. And what we want is long-term benefits, longevity. So the behavior change aspect of the eating habits is, is what needs to become that mind over matter thing, right? If you don't mind that you're 600 pounds, well, doesn't matter how you eat, right? <laughs> Who fucking cares? On the flip side, you're a little heavier than you'd like to be. You do mind. So in that case, your eating habits do matter. And I know it's a lot easier said than done, but um, the first step is talking about it, right? <clears throat> Not the first one to talk about it, but the more people talk about it, the more it might get done. So, and it's, it's a tough one, you know. You've been... The eating habits thing, you're conditioned your entire life. Your biochemistry craves sugar sweet. So it, when you get that, your body thinks, oh God, we're not going to get any of this for the longest time or whatever. We need more. You're always craving it. Um, and evolution is, is far behind uh, the advances of man, right? So like... Our body, we still crave that sugar all the damn time and we hold on to it. 
like a phone call. Um, I'm not that important. Why are people calling me? But we we crave that sugar, and then that that fat also we hold on to. Uh, if we're not getting constant adequate amounts of these calories, our macronutrients, our body's going to hold on to it more because tens of thousands of years ago, you know, you come across a berry bush, that's like the only sugar you're getting for who knows how long. Weeks, could be months. So you hold on to it. Now, it's, it's 5,000 years later and our bodies are still clinging to those calories that we eat when at one point in time, you might get like the equivalent of or I don't know, you might get like 5,000 calories in like a few days maybe. Whereas now you can get 5,000 calories in a fucking meal. But our body doesn't realize that. So now food has become so accessible and your body loses its fucking mind. It's like, oh my God, we've got all this. We need to hold on to it all because we might not know when we're going to get any more when in reality you're going to go to McDonald's tomorrow. But... It's, and it's not your fault. Well, not all of it. Some of it is. <laughs> Just to put it bluntly, some of it's your fault. But not all of it is. It's the way you're designed. It's, it's, it's human nature. So, I still like to say it's not easy, but it's doable. And, you know, it's something that I, I might be able to help you with. I'm not going to do it in this episode. Because that'd take a really long time, but... It's mind over matter. If if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. But if you do mind, then it does matter. And you should do something about it. Because if it does, if you do mind, then it does matter. But you don't do anything about it. That's how you drive yourself crazy. You know, you add a bunch of unnecessary stress. Um... You might fall into binge eating due to stress, which is just going to snowball and just get worse and worse. The hardest thing is starting. Taking action is one of the hardest things to do. So if you're able to do that, a lot of the other things will just fall in place. I'll say it again. I'll, I'll like help, try to help, push, point you to somebody that can help. Uh, I was a fat kid. Not by choice. It's my parents' fault. But I was a fat kid. Um, not anymore. But that's the discussion for today. I think I'm going to... This is something that is in the lineup for the future. I think I'm going to have a, a, a... Actually, I won't talk about that just yet. I'll get it lined up a little more. Anyway, mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. If you don't care that she lets out a war cry. Oh, shit. If you, sorry. If you don't care. Ah, oh, it's gonna be flickers. If you don't care that the girl you're with lets out a Tibetan war cry in the form of flatulence every time she giggles, so be it. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Let her live her life. They probably don't smell that bad anyway. Um, 
But yeah, that was kind of the episode for today. I just wanted to kind of hit that hit that topic, mind over matter. Episode 116, I think it's going to be. It's a podcast. I'm, I'm on episode 116, and it's gotten me not very far, but it's fun to do, and the idea that maybe somebody will listen to one of these, and it might change their thinking. It might push them in the right direction. It might be the nudge that they need to make that lifestyle change. That's why I do it. I don't do it for all the glory and the fame. And I mean, it comes with the territory, of course, but that's, that's not why I do it. I do it so that hopefully, maybe, possibly, probably not, I doubt it, I can change or affect someone's life. But till that happens, hope you all have a great week, weekend, weekday, afternoon, morning, whatever. Uh, I'll see you in the next one.